Hey everyone, my name is Dr. Dolores Tarver and I am a licensed psychologist here in Georgia coming to you with your next mental health moment. And today we will be discussing the comeback, a return to empathy. I know that we don't agree on everything together, but there are probably some things about 2020 we can agree on. And 2020 has been a very challenging year for all of us. It is a year where we have seen three hurricanes hit one coastline in the span of a few months. We have had over 233,000 deaths related to the coronavirus. We are three days into a presidential election and we still don't know who our next president will be. And let us not forget the dust storms and the murder hornets and we are still dealing with a financial crisis in which a lot of people are either underemployed or unemployed, struggling to get the financial resources they need to be able to get the food they need. We're trying to manage our children in virtual settings and returning to school in classrooms where we are dealing with this pandemic. And we still have not seen a return to the shelves of items that were just easy to find last year. So how have we been dealing with all of these things. Well, we've had a variety of ways we've been coping. We've, we've stress eaten, we've drank eaten, <laughs> uh, we've stress drank rather, we've smoked, we've cursed, we've destroyed things, we have um, unfriended, blocked, and canceled people. We temporarily broke Zoom there for a little while at the beginning of the school year. We've been anxious and uncertain. We have been sad and we felt lost we have been traumatized for certain. We've prayed, we've mourned, we've grieved, we've exercised, we've marched and protested, we've voted. We created pods to try to educate our children safely. We've sanitized, wore masks, socially distanced, we've worked from home, we've donated of our time, our talents and our, our supplies. We've honored people, we have celebrated those on the front lines and those everyday heroes who have created solutions to allow us to be able to do things more effectively during this coronavirus. We have provided education to people. We've shared our knowledge with others so that we can help other people who may be dealing with similar things. We have been so creative in using social media platforms to be able to help people during this very difficult time. We have changed laws and we've done our very best to attempt to right some wrongs. So where does that leave us as we begin to go into the last couple of months of 2020 and we prepare for a new year and potentially a new president? Well, I wanna be clear that nothing magic is going to happen when we declare a president, uh, our next our 46th president, nothing magic is going to happen. All of a sudden things are not going to disappear that have been challenges. We are still going to be struggling. Um, and when the clock strikes 12.01 on New Year's Day, we still will be struggling. But there will be, I sincerely believe, a return to empathy. And why is empathy important? And I know you all are thinking of all of the things you could be talking about, really, empathy? You think that's what we need to focus on? Well, actually I do. Because empathy is what allows us to be able to see things from another person's perspective. It allows us to be more humane. 
It allows us to think about other people, walk in their shoes, if you will, consider another person's feelings. It's the thing that allows our relationships to be able to manage the conflicts that we have, the challenges that we endure, the stress that we face, the sadness, the hopelessness. It allows us to be able to stop mistreating people. It allows us to be able to speak up when we see others being mistreated. Empathy is something that allows us to come back when we put that foot in our mouth and we do things that are selfish. It allows us to be able to recover from that and recognize I didn't handle that in the best way. Empathy allows our relationships to be more connected. It allows us to be able to hear people, to see people, to value people, and allows them to know that they matter. Empathy with all things needs to be balanced because we can be too empathetic to a point where we're so other focused, we neglect ourselves, we get taken advantage of, we end up being walked over like doormats. We don't want that either. We wanna be able to have that balance of good self-care and we also want to be able to think about other people and not just the people that look like us and the people that think like us and the people that have similar backgrounds as us, but it allows us to be able to see and connect with all people, even if we are different. So what does empathy actually look like? Well, I can tell you very clearly what it does not look like. And that is when we say, at least. That little phrase, at least, can get us in a lot of trouble. Oh, you live in Louisiana? You all experienced three hurricanes in the past few months? Well, at least you don't have cancer. Is that where you really want to go with a person who is telling you about something that is devastating to them? I think not. So what we don't want to do is ever, ever, ever say at least when someone says something to us that is very hurtful, painful, traumatic, something that they're sharing, they're going through. And even if I don't see that thing as something that would be stressful, I still am able to recognize that it's stressful for you. So what are some empathetic phrases? How could I do that a little different? I got you. It sounds like you did everything you could. I see how difficult this has been. The whole thing sounds so discouraging. I can totally see why you would be upset. This is so hard. I can't believe how well you're holding up considering how much stress you're under. If that happened to me, I would be mad too. What a day you've had. I hear what you're saying. It's totally natural that you would feel this way. Things are tough right now, but I'm here for you. It's what you're saying makes so much sense to me. I wish I had been there with you when that happened. That must have really hurt your feelings. I would have had a hard time with that impossible situation as well. That makes me so mad just hearing about it. And you must have felt so. And just repeat back whatever emotion that is reflected to you by what a person says. I talk to a lot of people about these um, ways to be empathetic, particularly when we're in, like I said, situations where we don't always agree on things. We're talking to our children and, and something may be so big, so huge to them. And in the scheme of things, we're like, that's so minor. But it just needs to be to explained to them, okay, I understand why you would feel that way. 
hear that part. Get to the emotion part first. Let's talk through that. Then we can talk about ways to be able to manage those emotions so they don't overtake us. How do you build empathy? <laughs> well, I will tell you that it does take practice. It takes practice like everything else. I, I think it's important that we put ourselves in situations that make us a little uncomfortable. Now, don't get me wrong. That doesn't mean go out and do something dangerous. Go out and take some risks. Uh, be impulsive. What that means is if I recognize that I am only around people that look like me, talk like me, think like me, have values like me, grew up in the same place that I did, then one of those ways to take risks might be to go and explore other communities, go and interact with other people. I know we're still in a pandemic and I want you all to be safe. So wherever you go, make sure you mask up and you're sanitized and you keep your distance. But maybe visiting some other places could be helpful. Talking to some other people that you wouldn't usually talk to. You know, we have these biases, right, uh, that we need to recognize. And that's also part of how we build empathy is to recognize our biases. Then being able to see like this bias that I have might stop me from talking to someone like you because I may think you have a narrow perspective or I may think you're too liberal or I may think you're just so different than me. That might be a person I actually need to push myself to go and talk to. Get honest feedback about yourself. I know we don't like to receive constructive criticism and I know we definitely think we're amazing and that nothing about us needs to be changed, but the reality is all of us has work to do. So that's an opportunity for you to actually see how you come across to others. Ask some people who'll be honest with you, not your amen course, that's gonna tell you that you're hyped up, amazing and, and outstanding at all times but someone is actually going to give you some feedback that you can use in order to help you grow. Think about a situation from another person's perspective before you respond, before you think about how you would react to something. Think about how it might make this other person feel. That's an important aspect of us developing empathy because again, there are a lot of different ways to look at things and it's not that one is better than the other, they're just different. Ask deep, thought-provoking questions. We can be really superficial at times. Now, that doesn't mean go and get all up in folks' business and throw your business out there. But ask people deeper questions about how they think about things, what their experience has been. And don't do it to try to dismiss their experience and tell them that they're wrong. But simply try to understand it. Because I guarantee you that in the next few days, we're going to recognize that we actually have more in common than we think we do even though we may be divided on who we think should be the next president. Be thoughtful, be understanding, be kind, be encouraged. You all take care.